listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Spreaker.com, all of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. Greetings, family, and welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Pat Randall, on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. This is the day that the Lord has made. Father, we thank you for this day. We praise your holy name. We thank you that everything that we need, you have already provided. I thank you, Lord God that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. That the work that he began in us, he is faithful to complete it. We thank you 
for this love that passes all understanding. That you are kind, merciful, gentle, long-suffering. You're wonderful, comforter, counselor, mighty God. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the words that you will speak to us this day through your humble servant. Guide my thoughts and guide the things that I speak. And may I say them in the right spirit, in the spirit of love. And I thank you for this. And I thank you for all that you will accomplish in this broadcast to serve your people, to heal them, justify them, encourage and strengthen them. And we thank you. And it's in Christ Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. So last week, we, we followed the question, who deserves love? Well, I'm going to continue with that question. So this is part two of that. And what we said last week is that all of us, there's not one of us that does not deserve love. And this is all based on the scriptures, who God is. And he says that he is love. He does not hate. He does not hate his creation. There has been, I would say, I would call it a short-sighted view of the scriptures. But... I believe that all the things that are unraveling right now in our country, around the world, that it is an indication, an indication that truth has not fully been manifested in the way that Jesus spoke of the spirit of truth. Because it makes us free. It makes us free. Free to love. The other thing that I cannot stop emphasizing is, is that we've got to stop eating and feeding our people from this tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It is, it's destroying us. It causes division. Uh, this this knowledge is something that only God can actually handle. We weren't meant to handle that. This is this is what God does. His thoughts are higher. His ways are so far above ours, and we have to understand that. We see in part, we teach in part, we prophesy in part, and we need to humble ourselves recognizing that and 
people wake up. Your leaders, your spiritual leaders, are men and women just like you. They are on the same journey just like you. They are discovering who they are. And they are people who fall short, who sin and fall short, who struggle just like you and I struggle. We all have things that we are breaking free of in this life on this planet. We come into a broken world and from that first day, the the energy, the negative energy of this world immediately starts to try and rob us of identity. This deception continues today in the church. That God is not good, which is why he told us not to eat of the knowledge of good and evil. And that if we did, that we would be as wise as God. And we're not. We're not wiser. We've been discerning good and evil. We've been judging good and evil, I should say. And... We're not wiser. We're not, we are not wiser. Because in the beginning, we were told not to partake. That it will, we should not be using good and evil, this knowledge of good and evil as a guide for, for our lives and for the, and, and the lives of others. God's love is the foundation of the gospel message, the good news. The scripture tells us that all of the law is fulfilled within this law of love. Because in love, in the law of love, you, you won't rob your neighbor. You won't be abusive to your wife, abusive to your children. You will not be greedy. You will not be envious. And that's the freedom that love brings to us. That we can be free. Free from this division. Free from this greed. Free from guilt and shame and condemnation. That's what the law of love does. Jesus was the exact representation of the Father. And that is because they are one. Father, Son, Holy Spirit are one. And Jesus' desire when he came into the earth to fulfill his purpose in the earth was that we would be and recognize that we are one with them. That we're in this wonderful relationship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that we have to maintain this, this, this relationship by every day acknowledging the truth of, 
of of the relationship, acknowledging it until it is like deep down in our hearts. We don't even have to try and believe it. We just live it because we have allowed it to just emanate all through our very being. And this is something that we have to constantly remind ourselves when we become fearful, we have to remember that perfect love cast out all fear, that God loves us that perfectly, that we can rest in that assurance. It's a blessed assurance, praise God. And we've got the, the written word and we've got the living word which is Christ. Jesus Christ is the living word, the word made flesh. And we discover that there is no one that God cannot or does not love. On the cross, in his final words, it was the word of forgiveness. Forgiveness to those who literally crucified, crucified, cursed him, spit on him. And his thought was to forgive. This thought that was born out of a love that was Jesus' very being. He walked and lived and breathed the spirit of love. And there are countless stories in the New Testament of how he dealt with the marginalized, those that had been rejected by society and told that they were unfit, told that they, in, in his days, they, they were literally told that they were unclean and religious people wouldn't even cross their doorstep. They weren't even allowed to go in their house. And then Jesus shows up and he's in there fellowshipping and eating with these people. And they're all manner of people. So you know if there's tax collectors and sinners in there, sinners covers everything. So he was having... Uh, coming into contact and having relationships, like really getting to know people and to love them and to express their father's forgiveness to them and express that love and that mercy and that compassion of the father to them. So, you know, among those sinners, I'm sure there were thieves, there were prostitutes, I'm sure there were homosexuals there. We There was just an array of sinners. And Jesus came for them. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for a friend. Let's read the scripture, Galatians chapter 5. And I'm going to jump in uh, at verse 13. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom 
as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, is only through love, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love, love. But if you bite, this is important, but if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. So it's not God that's going to destroy us. We're going to destroy ourselves by devouring, by biting. That means attacking, attacking. That biting is the same thing as attacking, attacking one another, being vicious, critical, shaming, cursing. If we do that, all we are doing is destroying one another. There is no way, because we are one, the human race, and what happens amongst the human race impacts everything. It's just like that war going on in Ukraine. The people who are suffering, they didn't start the war. Those women, those children, the innocent, you know, the women and the children, they're, they're the ones that suffer the most during wars. But they're not the originator of that. But they suffer the impact of the de- of decisions that are being made. If we bite and devour one another, eventually we will be consumed by one another. Let's go to 1 Peter 4 and I'm going to start reading in verse 7. I'm going to think I'm going to read from 7 to 11. And this is out, actually out of the Message Bible. I like the way it reads. You know, I read it in King James and I read it in the English Standard Bible and I read it in the Amplified and and I felt like the Message um, Bible really sums it up very well and in a language that we can understand. Okay, starting in verse 7. Everything in the world is about to be wrapped up. Okay? We can see that. So take nothing for granted. Take nothing for granted. Stay wide awake in prayer. Most of all, love each other as if your life depended on it. Because it does. Okay? Our lives depend on how we love one another. Love makes up for practically anything. Be quick to give a meal to the hungry, a bed to the homeless, cheerfully. Be generous 
with the different things God gave you, passing them around so all get in on it. If words, let it be God's words. If help, let it be God's hearty help. The way God's bright presence will be evident in everything through Jesus and he'll get all the credit as the one mighty in everything. Encores to the end of time. Oh yes. I'm going to stop right there. I Well, you know what? I'm thinking about reading one more thing. Something, a devotional that I received uh, through uh, Richard Rohr's ministry, the Center for Action and Contemplation. And um, I have been blessed by this, this Catholic priest and just the expression of humility and love and in action the his love is in action and also i love the fact that he encourages us to 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 meditate to spend time with the spirit of god quiet our minds quiet down our lives for a moment didn't have to be for hours and hours but at each moment of the day that we could just take a few minutes and just quiet ourselves and know that God is present. He's with us and he is in us. So I'm going to read this um, devotional that I received a, a few days ago. And it is called, Love is the Only Solution. Love won't be real or tested unless we somehow live close to the disadvantage, who frankly teach us that we know very little about love. To be honest, my male Franciscan seminary training didn't teach me how to love. It taught me how to obey and conform, but not how to love. I'm still trying every day to learn how to love. As we endeavor to put love into action, we realize that on our own, we are unable to obey Jesus' command. Love one another as I have loved you. To love as Jesus loved, we must be connected to the source of the love. And, And that's where that scripture comes in. Um, that he is the vine and we are the branches and that we have to abide, we have to remain connected to him so that we can receive everything that he has for us, which is love being expressed in so many forms and ways. That is what we are able to do if we stay connected. Whenever I groan within myself, I'm I'm back to reading the devotion. Whenever I groan within myself and think how hard it is to keep writing about love in these times of tension and strife, which may at any moment become for us 
all a time of terror. I think to myself, what else is the world interested in? What else do we all want? Each one of us, except to love and be loved in our families, in our work, in all of our relationships. God is love. Love casts out fear. Even the most ardent revolutionist seeking to change the world to overturn the tables of the money changers is trying to make a world where it is easier for people to love, to stand in that relationship to each other. We want with all our hearts to love, to be loved. It is when we love the most intensely and most humanly that we can recognize how tepid is our love for others. The keenness and intensity of love brings with it suffering, of course, but joy, too, because it is a foretaste of heaven. A foretaste of heaven. Amen. When you love people, you see all the good in them, all the Christ in them. God sees Christ, his son, in us and loves us. And we should see Christ in others and nothing else and love them. And that reminds me of the scripture. I'm going to stop for a second. That reminds me of the scripture about judging no man by the flesh. Being able to go beyond that and look deeper into the life of another person. Look deep enough until you meet Christ within that person. It may be masked over with uncomely uh, behavior. But if you take the time and the energy to look past those fleshly actions and responses to get to the core of who they are created to be in the likeness and the image of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're doing something. But we have to stay connected. We have to stay in relationship. We have to abide in the vine. Let me see, where did I leave off? There can never be enough of it. There can never be enough of love. More and more love, Lord. There can never be enough thinking about it. See, that's key. Thinking about it. There can never be enough thinking about it. St. John of the Cross said that where there was no love, put love and you would take out love. Love and evermore love is the only solution to every problem that comes up. If we love each other, if we love each other enough, we will bear with each other's faults and burdens. That's where love covers a multitude of sins. If we love enough, we are going to light that 
fire in the hearts of others. And it is love that will burn out the sins and hatreds that sadden us. It is love that will make us want to do great things for each other. No sacrifice and no suffering will then seem too much. And just think of it in terms of, you know, how you would sacrifice for your children, for your loved ones, that no sacrifice is too great when you're truly loving. Well, this is it for me, and this is it for today's broadcast, and I pray that you heard something that you needed to hear, and this is the fifth Friday of the month, so let us, let me take a look at the schedule here and see what's on the broadcast tomorrow. It is going to be Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray Rose at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be blessed. I thank you. I thank you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for your presence. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for the work that you're doing in the earth. I thank you that, that our hearts are open to receive. That we love because you first loved us. I thank you that we are one with you. Never separated. Even if we feel separated, it is not the truth. I thank you. And I speak peace through these airways. I speak joy and love, healing, patience, kindness, and gentleness sound minds and I thank you Lord that these words go forth in spirit to do the work that only your words can do for they are spirit and life and I pray this in Jesus name amen amen and God bless you and God willing I'll be back here next Thursday with another word of encouragement love you God bless Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.